Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, wonderful listeners. Welcome to the Best Life Cafe. I'm your host, Tim Poma, here with the lovely, ever-pleasant Kathy Anello. Kathy, good morning. How are you this morning? Oh, good morning. Uh, you know, I, I was telling you, I'm tired. Like, I can't seem to wake up out of this fog that I've been in. I mean, I'm going through my days. I'm working. I'm doing all my things. But I have a general just I want to be in bed under a blanket feeling. It's really weird. I mean, I don't blame you. I would be in a blanket right now if it wasn't for the show, just like you, I'm sure. Right. You know, these, right. Uh, rainy, these rainy days, these consecutive rainy days definitely makes it difficult for uh, me to pull out. But the start of a brand new year, I've got big Yay. plans. And um, so we're just going for it. You know, I've been to the gym three times, uh, went to yoga, uh, which was hot, and man, I don't think I've ever sweated so much in my life. It's like a faucet just dripping. Was that at uh, Radiant Hot Yoga? I, it was at uh, Christian's place, the Namaste Cafe. He oh. does like yoga classes sometimes. Speaking of Namaste oh, I Cafe, I am on day three of a juice cleanse. Um, since the beginning of the year, I'm down about five pounds, which obviously it's five wow. days, so that's pretty exciting. I'm really yeah. hungry, but <laughs> I'm sitting here drinking the Ucayenne, which is delightful. It's green apple, red apple, cucumber, lemon, ginger, and cayenne. Super delicious. And for those of you out there that are trying to get a jump start on your new year, I've done several juice cleanses in my life. Um, the raw juice uh, cleanse online, which sends you a three-day pack. It's about $200 yeah. to do. is really great, too. It is, and it legitimately is a great way to jumpstart your health. Yeah, I've done juice cleanses before, and I love them. Uh, but I, like you, get very hungry. And so I think mm-hmm. what, you know, like for me right now, I'm basically just doing no sugar, no alcohol, you know, following just more of a paleo diet. And I find that um, when my body wants to eat, it, it really talks to you. You know, your body is just like, hey, mm-hmm. Excuse me, but you need food. So I am actually trying to eat three meals a day, which I've never done, but eating breakfast, having a smoothie, having a light lunch, and then a dinner, which is out of my norm. So I feel like if I did another juice cleanse, it might just reset. I think it's just after COVID, my body just wants to eat, eat, and eat, you know? But I yeah, totally. Good. And that's and, also yeah, yeah. that's also what I think maybe your, uh, your sleepiness is, you know, wanting to stay in bed and stuff. It's probably running off from that. Also, you know, you just started doing taxes again, which that would make me exhausted. Ouch, 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 ouch. To all the people listening, actually, it, my aspired life is to be an author and a podcast host, but my real life is a bookkeeper and a tax preparer. And uh, this is the busy season, so hopefully for the next three months, I won't be completely out of sorts in our conversations. But uh, it is going to be an interesting year. I you know, it, in essence, I work for the government, and I always have this quadrundrum, quadrundrum, or whatever that word is, conundrum. Because I'm, I am slightly anti-government, so it's always like I'm going to do the best for the people, and doing taxes is sort of my way to help people because I don't really like the government. It's an interesting. Yeah. I, well, I got to tell you, I I love I love when you do my taxes. You're the best. Yeah, so. no, a lot of people are very happy with me, and I, I appreciate them all. Like, don't get me wrong. It's just that my core, Kathy, 
it knows it's my side hustle for my real passion in life. And uh, this is yeah. the year that I am going to sort of lean towards my true passion as, um, which I didn't talk about on last show, but there was two things I said I couldn't talk about yet. And I'll spill. Uh, one is I signed up for a year long uh, life coaching course to um, part of it is me doing my own coaching with a person. And then they, transition into teaching me to be a life coach and it's a year-long program so I won't be doing it for a year but I also want to add to my practice um, the emotion code that Lauren Strangio does Um, I always shout out to that woman on this on this podcast because she's just amazing but uh, it's where you have these blocked emotions in your body and how they affect your life today So I wanted, that's an area of study. And then the other good news, which I finally got to announce on social media, is my baby's having a baby. And congratulations, Grandma. (laughs) If you read my book at all, there's a chapter in there called Change. And my daughter spent uh, a significant amount of time when she was nine years old in the hospital with an illness that we weren't sure would ever cure, there is no cure for it. And so the possibility of her, you know, having a baby was always sort of like, gosh, I wonder if we'll be able to, I wonder what that would look like. And as soon as she started trying, it didn't, it happened very quickly. So this little soul is like, finally, I'm ready to come. And I just can't wait to meet her. So that my big That's- secret from last week's show that I know you've been dying to know. <laughs> That I have been actually. She doesn't even tell me these yeah. secrets, guys. So it's not like uh, you, you you heard it first. We all heard it you first heard at the same first. time. Big deal. That's amazing. I'm excited about the life coaching uh, aspect yeah. of your yeah. reality because that's going to really assist you and also a lot of other people. You know, like I genuinely feel like you really want to help people, and that's what the podcast is all about, right? Like getting people off on right. the right foot and helping them. As I was going through like all of our podcasts, like we had a great year and we, and all the topics, I'm like, wow, we've covered so many topics and why do we do this? We do this because if we can inspire one person to change their otherwise humdrum life, you know, and they're not feeling the vibe and they're not knowing where to go and they're not knowing what to do. And one person listens to us and says, oh, I'm going to change this today. Like that's it. That's, and that's what leads me to want to be a life coach. I have so much wisdom now in my body that I want to look at people who can't get out either of a toxic relationship or a job or someplace where they're stuck. And that's really going to be my focus is helping people unstuck, unstuck, <laughs> unstick yourself. <laughs> How, she's actually going to call her program, get yourself unstucked. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, something like that. We'll see. <laughs> well, that's excellent. That's excellent. So uh, today, we are going to dive into a, bit, a little bit about relationships and self-love and what those things look like. Um, and so, Kathy, how do you feel about relationships? Mm. Wow. Had I known you were going to answer that question? No. I, uh, I am a strong proponent of relationships that are easy, that are passionate, that have laughter, togetherness, um, you know, everybody's giving 100%. Like, I don't believe that relationships are 50-50. I believe they're 100-100. And 
um, showing up for each other, listening to each other. I'm a strong proponent for relationships. I just, um, for myself, I'm not sure when that's ever going to happen again. I don't know. Like, I really got to a place in myself where I'm like, I love myself. I love my life. Like, the person's got to fit, you know? They got to Totally. Why would I want to br- bring someone into my excellent life and also knowing your self-worth, which, you know, a lot of times when we're younger and in relationships, we don't actually have a firm grasp on what it means to like value yourself. And so that becomes a challenging proponent of relationships because if you get into a relationship and you don't have that love for yourself, uh, it's really difficult to give love to others. Well, that is the key. And, and a lot of times what comes up for people is how do I love myself? Okay. So I'm going to like try to wrap that up in a sentence. And basically the way someone taught me to love myself was that everything that I would do for another person, whether I'm holding their laundry, preparing their meal, um, whatever it is, turn around and do that for yourself. Like, just turn that, like, if you would go out of your way for a relationship or a person that you're in partnership with, go out of your way for yourself. Like, keep it even. And always turn it back to you. Like, what would I do for Kathy? If I would do this for Joe Blow, why won't I do this for myself, you know? And because a lot of times I think in relationships, one person usually ends up being more of a giver than the other person. And the balance there has to be, you know, oh, she folded all my laundry for me, so I'm going to bring her flowers today. Or, she, you know, acknowledgement uh, for action steps that people take in relationships. So I think that it's about really just putting yourself first, and that may seem selfish, but it's actually the way you have to do it. And then the other person sort of follows suit and puts themselves first, and you come together. Yeah. Well, hopefully anyway. One of the things, I I just wanted to say one thing, and I think with relationships, there's also like the love. You know, like if you love somebody, these things come very natural. You're not, you know, beating your head against a brick wall to get them to hear you, to get them. And authentic love does not devalue another human being. So if somebody is devaluing you, you have to look at it and be like, wow, is this really love? Because the, the love that I have to give is never going to say, you're this, you're that, you don't do this, you don't do that. Like, it's like, oh, you're being you, and I love you. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, totally. Um, sorry, I had to cough there. Um, yeah, and I, <laughs> I would say that, you know, we're not just talking about romantic relationships. I feel like we're talking about all relationships. Um, and it's very important to realize inside of those spaces with uh, other people that we're social creatures. We love connecting and it becomes a lot of fun, but when it, when it no longer becomes fun, you have to ask yourself, what are you willing to put up with? Are you willing to put up with any of it? Are you willing to, you know, sacrifice yourself to the benefit of someone else? And if, if you are, you know, good for you, I suppose, but at the same time, like make space for yourself. It's very important that, you allow yourself to be the biggest being that you can be. And like we talked last week on the podcast, uh, be selfish with yourself because you're, you're the only one that gets to care for you in the way that you desire to be cared for. You know, what's interesting is sometimes it takes like this big thing to get you to look at yourself and say, wow, I didn't deserve that. 
You know, like I had a friend last night who was telling me a story about her family. This wasn't even about romantic love and all this stuff that she had done and felt she felt so unappreciated. And when she's telling me the story, like of all these things that had happened that led up to this event where she finally was like, I'm out. Uh, I was like, my mouth was open. And, and, and when she left, I said to my other friend, I said, wow, she didn't deserve that at all. You know, like she deserves so much better than that. And I don't know that when she was telling the story that she knew that, but it was really clear to me that I would never allow that in my life anymore. And I used to allow somebody to treat me that way. And I used to allow um, and kind of like pretend it, you know, I would suck it up, sort of that suck it up mentality. Oh, I'm just going to deal with it. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to. And I was like, wow, like I have changed so much because if that was my life, it would be one second I would be done. Like it wouldn't even, I wouldn't even bat an eye no matter how much I love you. Because I could love somebody to death and never speak to them again if they treat me that poorly, you know? Totally. And congratulations for you on learning because that's going to make your next relationship 10 times better because you have an understanding of what you're willing to or not willing to put up with. Right. And so, you know, in the scheme of things inside of relationships, you know, like I feel like for those of you that are single out there, um, you know, you got to ask yourself some, some relatively easy and simple questions before you decide to get into a relationship. Um, have you, A, dealt with your issues, the things that are holding you back, the things that you feel are not good habits or whatever the case may be? Have you come to a conclusion inside those spaces that allows you to actually be the best version of yourself. Um, mm-hmm. Is is your ex still a factor? You know, like, do you still think about them? Do they do 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 they have control over you in some way, shape, or form? Some sort of like pull where it's yanking you one way or another. Um, and obviously, do you know your self worth? You know, that's a huge one right there. And you know, like, <laughs> I I'm gonna just say it. I'm I'm a big deal. I, I'm a great person. I give a lot and I deserve a lot. So at that point in time, you know, like it's, it's going to be great when it finally comes into alignment. Um, another question is uh, when dealing with relationships to ask yourself would be something like, do you know what you did wrong inside the relationship, how you put friction inside the relationship, if that is something Ouch. that is true. I know. You mean accountability? I, oh, shit. Accountability. <laughs> That's accountability. a tough one. You know, <laughs> I know. I know. Holding yourself accountable to your actions and yeah. seeing if, you know, like, yeah. So, I, I mean, it, it takes a while to – cipher through some of this stuff, especially if you've been in a relationship for, you know, a year and a half, it usually takes about, I don't know, six, seven months to really kind of filter through some of the things because, you know, besides emotional connection, you have sexual connection, you have all these other, um, like joint, joint things together. And to rip those apart is, you know, noisy and painful at times. (laughs) Oh, that just makes me giggle because my detachment was the most painful, like not painful, like I'm sorry you're gone, but like, oh, my God, how much more hell can you put me through? But but one of the things, one of the, um, I did an exercise in a, in a group many years ago, and as I was going through all my old journals, journals last week, one of the things, exercises was 
to like step into a new relationship, you have to go back and say, I used to X, but now I X, right? So for instance, I used to silence myself or answer around things that weren't uncomfortable or not answer. But now I speak my truth. I used to be afraid of leaving relationships, and now I know there is a divine plan, and I am protected, and I have my power back. So, like, you kind of go in and you say, one more would be, I used to give unconditionally, and now I set boundaries around my giving unless it's a selfless. So you go in and you do this. I used to be this person, and now I'm this person. And that kind of just leads you to the person that you want to be. And the thing about relationships is when you least expect it, Like, you can do all the manifesting you want. You can make your list of exactly who the person you want to be, but you have to set it and forget it. Like, this is who's coming. This is what I'm only going to accept in my life. And I'm waiting for the universe to have that person show up if they do. And if they aren't showing up, maybe you're not meant to be in a relationship right now. Maybe you just have to kind of go through the fact that, you know what, I'm just going to do my thing. And the right person will walk in. We are designed to be in relationship you know and that's totally. always something that haunts me it's like I've been out of a relationship for a bit and I'm like am I ever going to be in one again am I ever going to have sex again You're like those kinds of things come <laughs> up in my mind and I'm like you know what yes because I'm designed I've been in relationships since I was 14 years old this is the first time I haven't been in one and I'm like yes Because when I show up as who I am, the right person who's out there showing up who he is, is just going to meld together. And it is a melding. You know, it's like this romantic, wonderful, I see you, it's you. You're the one. Totally. I pick you. Totally. (laughs) You know, I, I would say that the most important thing to remember is that you're always in relation with yourself. And depending on how you treat yourself inside that aspect will help you drum up and conjure uh, more intimate relationships. Also, one of my philosophies is, is that when you get where you're going, so when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, when you're the author, when you're mm-hmm. the podcaster, when you're doing mm-hmm. all the things that you want to do, your love will show up because you're in alignment with yourself. You're in alignment with where the universe has you going. And then the people just show up. It's crazy. It's legitimately crazy. I can actually say with 100% accuracy, and that is like the top of the top, right, that every person that I've been in relationship came to me out of the blue. I never had to say, ooh, I like that guy. I think I'll do this. I'll pursue. It was always like, bam, the thunderbolt. You know, what? like no, I've always no. just... I was going to say, what, no dating websites, no Tinder, no Plenty of Fish, no. No, no, I've never done a dating website, and I I never will. I'm just like, because here's what I think about dating websites. I have many friends who've done it. Like, you meet a guy, you text, it's, oh, that's cute, he likes me, and you get these little ooh-ooh-oohs, you know. But is it real? Because I didn't sit down and have a cup of coffee with you and talk about it or a drink or, you know, like, I want in-person people meeting. I will, I will never do a dating website. I never will. But even though I know that's how you meet people 80% of the time right now, I won't do it. Yeah. And, and that's fine. You know, I feel like there is something to be said about the digital connection opposed to the analog connection, the analog connection where you get to see somebody for the first time and in their natural abilities or their natural beauty 
is is a real process because otherwise we're just looking at photos of individuals and I mean judging them based upon their looks rather than like seeing them float like a butterfly where you're like damn that girl is good looking and I like her style you know like <laughs> or yeah it's like physical attraction from the first time you see them especially for a man women are more emotional but for men it's like they, they see this girl walking across the room and they're like oh wait I don't know what it is but I'm attracted uh-huh. right. So and much, that's though. what sets your spark. That's what sets your sparks off, and you know mm-hmm. other body parts, right? Like for a man, it's very physical, and they're very physical. <laughs> and I have, well, I have four brothers, so I'm clear on that. But uh, so that happens, and then you're like, and then you want to get to know them, and and then if that connection is there for the woman, and she's kind of like, ah, I don't know, I think he's kind of cute, and maybe I should give him a chance, you know, and boom, fireworks, fireworks fireworks i thought i had a moment the, the other fireworks. day where where fireworks was going off but uh it turned out to be uh maybe a false alarm i'm not really sure but you know in that in knowing your self-worth if i send a text message and i don't get a response for two days i'm assuming that the like i'm because i'm valuable and i value myself i know that there's probably nothing there but i definitely was feeling the sparks and we had talked about this on another show about how even though that's not the one, and that's fine, there is another one. And you have to remember how it felt when you first encountered that other person that gave you the sparks. Right. right. So, wow. You know. two, two points here. Two points. One is it is about the feeling. Like when somebody can spark a feeling in you that you haven't felt either for a while or maybe ever, like you almost get addicted to the feeling. It's not even the person, but you're just like, oh, you made me laugh. You made me feel pretty. You made me feel wanted. You made me feel desired. Things I haven't felt for a while. And that's part of it, you know. But So that's one thing that I think people need to look at. If you're a person who's ghosting somebody and not answering that text with a one-second fucking thumbs up, like, go away. Like, don't come into my life. Do not fucking be around. Sorry for the language, but it's a, it's, a, it's a subject that's very dear to me because I've been ghosted. And I'm like, why would you not just be like, uh, I really can't talk or I'm really not feeling it or whatever. I just think it is the most rudest thing you can do. Sorry, I don't mean to prey on your your experience no. there. but I, <laughs> No, actually. Obviously, it's, it's, I'm very passionate about it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think so, too, because how hard is it to send a text message, right? Like, it doesn't take any time I at think all. It's, that it's about the person. It's not about you. And so what I learned to do is not take it personally. But you're right. After two days, delete. Like, you don't even need – I don't need to look at your past messages. I don't need to care if you've read it. I don't care because it's rude. But it's about that person not being able to show up as who they are. And that's really what it is. And once I got that, I started looking at this one particular person with compassion. Wow, I'm so sorry. You can't just show up and be who you are in your life. And I think that you just nailed it on the head, like showing up with compassion, because you you really don't know what the other person is going through, you know, traumatic relationship that they got out of a while ago or whatever the case may be. It's like, it's not about you. I know how it feels, though, which sucks. But at the same time, you know, like, whatever, plenty of fish in the sea. There's an app for that, too, by the way. No. <laughs> well, yeah, what? It, no, I read this thing the other day, and it said there's one billion people in the world. You're not going to let the opinion of one, you know, 
take you off your game. Like if that person isn't interested, oh. then you have to move on. And you but but coming to them, like you said, you don't know what they're going through, what trauma your you know, you sparked in them what triggers you sparked in them because maybe they did have feelings of love for you and, and they didn't know what to do with it because the last time they had that, it really sucked, you know, or whatever. So if you come to a person with, and say you still want that person, let's just say they rejected you, they ghosted you, you know, you don't, you're like, what the hell? And you still want them, you still like fighting those feelings inside. When you come to them with compassion and you send them love rather than, saying, God, you're an asshole, you know, for being that way, then they will either come around or they won't, but you won't carry those vibes anymore. You won't because you're going to be like, oh, so-and-so, like I'm sending you love because obviously you're having a hard time if you can't even text me back. Like I I appreciate the way you made me feel. I appreciate the things you sparked in me. And I will leave you alone until you're ready to come back into my life. Totally. And that's pretty much, you know, like that's the advice I would give. If you don't get responses, let it go because the universe has bigger plans and you don't need that in your life, that kind of resistance, you know, everything's about flow. And if it's not flowing, it's not going. And so you need to be doing some listening and knowing that it's not exactly where you need to be. And I'm, I'm speaking to myself right now, you know, like (laughs) not where I need to be. Not where I need to be. Well, you know, two things, two things, uh, uh, I'm doing the manifesting challenge with Gabby Bernstein. I talked about last week. I love her advice, but one of the things she said is there's only a stream of well-being that flows. You can allow it or resist it, but it flows just the same. Like so, there's if you're concentrating on the well-being of yourself and you're in the flow with your perfect rhythm of life and not worried about the person who isn't texting you back or the fight someone's having that you're you know whatever it is. Like, just do, I I gave this advice to somebody, I looked at her, I said, just do you, just do you. Don't worry about anybody else right now but yourself. It'll fall into place. And then the other thing that really struck me this week was, I don't know if you've ever heard of A Course in Miracles. It's like this big, fat book that has, like, it was written ages and ages, ancient ages ago. But it says, I am responsible for what I see. I choose the feelings I experience. And I decide upon the goal I will achieve. And everything that seems to happen to me, I ask for and receive as I have asked. So my ask might be, I only want like-minded people in my life. I only want, you know, like I only want people who can respect my boundaries in my life. I only want um, true love. I don't want to have to unwind and, and wonder and think, do you love me? Do you not? Like none of that. I'm so freaking clear on what I want that whoever it is, he's going to be an awesome dude. <laughs> well, there's no way it's not coming to you because you have definitely just shouted out some clarity, which I think is great for our listeners to uh, also so take in. And, you know, <laughs> you never know what's going to come out of my mouth in a damn podcast. I swear. I'm always like, oh, wow, that was pretty good. But I listen back. I'm like, damn, I better take that advice. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. That's that's the thing. So, we have a podcast Kim, and we don't even listen to ourselves. No, I'm kidding. What? I do Tell actually me. listen. I listen. I listen before I, I do post. Too. But uh, relationship for you, like, like, what is the ideal relationship for Tim? Because you're a hot dude. Like, you're young. You're ready to start the world. You know, out there. Like, what? What oh, is man. it that, that's going to make you tick? Um. So, for example, the this particular individual that I saw, she was. As, for lack of a better word, floating like a butterfly at this party I was at. 
She was mm. able to communicate with lots of different people, and she was just, it was effortless and smooth in her trend. Like, that, that's important to me, like being able to um, not interrupt the flow of conversation, but add to it. Like, that's a big thing. Um, of course, she has to be stunning. Um, but that's so not the most important thing, physical right? attributes is a thing for you. No, that's important yeah. to know. Like, it's like, yeah. But, but the thing I was attracted to most was her ability to, like, blend in. She was like a chameleon almost, where she was able to, mm-hmm. you know, like, have all these conversations, and she just was, I don't know, making everybody smile and having fun and enjoying herself. I love that. Yeah, are, glowing. Yeah. Glowing, yes, absolutely. So she has to be glowing in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I also really like intelligence. Um, I love mm-hmm. an artistic female or artistic individuals, period, you know, like everybody hopefully gets some creative aspects out of their lives. But um, and I think that um, obviously she has to be super loving and caring, very compassionate, very um, willing to listen, open, um, good communicator. Um, I think those are pretty, I mean, I think that's a pretty good list right there. I love that. So now, people listening, you know, if you fit the category, <laughs> reach out to us. <laughs> Give me but a call. I think it's, but it's important. The reason why I ask you that is it's important to clarify what you want to be universe in order for the universe to hear you. And, it, you know, maybe it's not the, the girl or maybe you're going to attract some person that's going to give you some of those, you know, components, not necessarily in a romantic relationship, but just like to attract those type of people in your life. That's what we want. And we want to be surrounded by those types of people because that's what makes us feel good. And, you know, your happy face is the face you want to see every day. You want to wake up and look in the mirror and go, damn, I'm freaking happy. You know, like here I am. And nobody and nothing is going to bring it down. And even when obstacles come or rejection or hurt or anything happens, your ability to just be like, pick yourself up, dust yourself off and start all over again. And I was uh, writing something the other day and I wrote, when I left my relationship, you know, I had this huge court battle and I ended up walking away from every materialistic thing that he was fighting for, the furniture, the dishes, the, you know, he wanted everything. And it was half mine. And the day I was told my lawyer, I was like, he can have it all. I don't want anything. I'm done. It was the most freeing thing because all that stuff is, comes back to you. Everything comes back to you. But my happiness was so much more and my peace was so much more important than fighting over the bedspread. You know, so just side note, like, it's okay to walk away from those relationships that are not serving you. Yeah, and also along the lines of uh, materialistic items, um, everything houses energy, everything. So let's say you have a bed that you shared with your past lover. It's better to let them have it. Let them take it because that yeah. whole houses energy from both of you. And I got to mm-hmm. tell you. There's nothing like letting go. Uh, I have a friend um, who had these fireworks in her closet. And for New Year's, we lit them off. And uh, they had been there for a really long time, taking up space. They were purchased when she was with her uh, ex-husband. And we were like, okay, we're going to let go of all the things that have ever happened in our past right now. And we're going to start the New Year off right and with a, go out with a bang or come in with a bang. I'm not even sure exactly. And it was really beautiful <laughs> and poetic. Yeah. Um, no, I love that. the letting go. 
And she was, after it was over, she was just like, that made me so happy to finally get rid of these things that have been taking up space in my life. And we had the same conversation um, about not having stuff that, that has memories attached to past lovers, right? Um, I'm always trying to go through I, I don't think I have, I have anything. Yeah. No, I don't think I have anything that came from my past life. Uh, you know, the things I did get, I put in storage, and then a year later I went through them and I looked at my daughter and said, I don't want any of this stuff. I don't want it all. I want nothing. I don't want any memories of him. I don't want any memories of that life except for what's already ingrained in my DNA. And, you know, I, yeah, I, etched so in your I head. Think, yeah, you know, it's like I agree that, that, it's, that letting go is everything. It's so hard for people to let go. And um, one of the visions that I've written about is that I, I think it was said, uh, everything I've ever let go of has claw marks in it, on it. You know, like, so you're, and then it was like, if you picture yourself hanging on a ledge, right? And you're like sitting there on the ledge and there's this beautiful parachute about to catch you, or you can hang on to that ledge longer. And then you just let go of the ledge and you free fall. Like, doesn't that feel better than hanging on and clenching and being like, trying to make something work, trying to put a square into a hole, like, let it go. Give it to the universe. Write down what you want and move the F on. Yeah. Well, this is, <laughs> this is the year, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, I've got a good feeling about this year uh, and nothing on social media, on the news, or anything can get me down at this point in time. Um, you know, surrounded by good people and, and good yeah. relations with all of them surrounded with Kathy and having this conversation, you know, like we're, we're, we're all going to get somewhere together this year. And that's exciting. Just, just be happy. You know, like uh, the one thing that I've been sort of noticing on social media trend, and, and I also bought right into it was level up 2022, like level up, you know, lean the F into your level up process. Like what's good. What have you been thinking about doing that you're not doing? Take some action steps towards that. You know, like really level up 2022. Disregard the news. Disregard the haters. Disregard the president of the United States. Like, just like do you and level up and totally just just live your best life. I mean, that's really what it's all about. It really is. Yeah. And I think that, you know, along those lines, we're, we've given some good advice on like yeah. how relationships should look this year and what we should expect or what we desire inside that space. And hopefully that everyone that's listening is uh, in alignment and wants to better their relationships and make big moves in, in the future and, you know, start with yourself and move forward and let's make this year the best ever. The best ever. Well, thank you, babe. I love you, and uh, I appreciate you, I you so much. All right. Real quick. Listeners, till next um, week. Go be ahead. Before we go, I just wanted to say, please, everybody, like, subscribe, share, um, take pictures. Review. Um, post it. Do, do whatever you do. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, help us get this ball rolling down the hill. If you enjoyed it, um, yeah, thank you very much for listening. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Every day, 
we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.